Hey, what's up, stay tuned. It's your good friend Jimbo here, letting you know that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, back again by myself this week. Um, had a little bit of a family situation yesterday. That's why we, I, I'm releasing this episode now instead of normally at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. But we do have some stuff to talk about. Some XFL news finally coming out. Will it come back in 2021? We'll touch on that. Um baseball news, NFL news, but before all that stuff, head over to Twitter, follow us there at ST Sports Podcast, as well as our Facebook page, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, I'm not doing a live or a, a, a video episode this week. Uh, that was all King, and I want to give a thanks to him for putting that all together. But uh, definitely will be happening more and more as the time goes on. So, and also head over to staytunesports.net. We have a, a link there. Um, all our episodes are there. Plus, if you want to get in contact with, with uh, myself, or if you want to buy some t shirts from Teespring, we have the link in there as well. So, enough of plugging all that stuff. Let's get to sports. So, earlier this week came out <clears throat> um, some XFL news that. There are around 20 companies, broadcast companies, interested in purchasing the XFL League and even bring it back to life in 2021 springtime. Um, Unfortunately, they had to sign, anybody that was interested had to sign a non-disclosure agreement uh, form so the the names cannot be released. But Fox and Disney are rumored to be potentially one of them. And I think this is actually a big deal and may affect the NFL as well. And here's why. So when the players and the NFL were trying to come to a a new, a new CBA, the television deals were up and they couldn't get the television deals done until they got the CBA done. Well, they got the CBA uh, deal done now. Now, the reason why I think this is interesting with Fox and Disney is because if they own XFL, now they're not going to be making as much money with the XFL with TV deals as they would with the NFL. But each year we've seen these deals go up and up and up between 
the NFL and um, the television companies, NBC, CBS, you know. On one aspect of it, I think this is the beginning for Fox and Disney to hardball with NFL to try to get those costs a little bit lower. The, the purchasing rights. But also, it'd be nice to have XFL back. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. You're starting to see some of the the rules and the things that they did in the XFL try to implement it into the NFL. Like, for example, the onside kick. Uh, I believe, actually, the Philadelphia Eagles were the ones that proposed it. Started to get a little... A little bit of legs underneath it, but unfortunately it didn't pass. Which was the onside rule that they proposed wasn't just getting rid of the onside kick. And if you decide to go for an onside kick, it's a fourth down play. Like a fourth and 15. If you get the, the first down, you get the ball wherever you get it at. Obviously, if you don't get the fourth down, then the other team gets the, the ball. But... Ian, I think I think it was Ian Rappaport, um, had a article out also about this, that the NFL should be one to step in and buy the XFL. And I've been saying this for since week two, I believe, of, of the XFL. Turn it into a developmental league. And he made a good point that you could even turn it into a a developmental league for coaches, assistant coaches, GMs. You know, you're trying to get more minorities into the head coaching jobs and stuff like that. There may be minorities out there that don't have all the, the head coaching experience or, the, or the, the coordinator experience. What better way than have it, on, you know, in your AAA type teams? You know, we see that a lot in the um, the minor leagues for hockey just last year when the Flyers fired Dave Haxtall they brought up Gordon from Lehigh Pittsburgh Penguins have been known to do that you know I, I think it I think it would be more beneficial for the NFL to purchase the XFL because it will help bring better product to the NFL between players and coaches and obviously they have the money to buy the league but if there's a broadcast company that's going to purchase this and not the NFL and if it is Fox and Disney I think it's going to send shockwaves through the um, the television networks because then now it will, I think, slow up the negotiation process because they have nothing to um, compare it to. You know, like when you get, when NFL hits free agency or NBA or whatever, you know, you got players always trying to raise that bar. You know, I got to be the highest paid player, a.k.a. Dak Prescott, which he should not be paid that, but I'm hoping he still does. Now, also, the other thing 
and I, I think I said this about two or three episodes ago, was the rumor was Vince McMahon was rumored to be trying to buy his company back. Well, un- unfortunately, that's not happening. He came out said he's not interested in buying his comp- his league back at all. With that being said, whatever company does buy it, do you bring Oliver Luck back? I mean, obviously, it was successful enough that it took a pandemic to shut it down. It wasn't like AAF or whatever league that was last year that just completely shut down because they had no money whatsoever. I mean, I would. I'd bring Oliver Luck back. I thought he did a hell of a job. Even the head coaches at the same team. Obviously, you got the, t- the same teams there. You know, bring everything back how it was. It, 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 I thought it was entertaining. Talking to uh, you know, some people, they, they were entertained. I don't think I heard any bad things about it. But we should find out something sooner rather than later. There is a August date set to finally say who's going to buy it and hopefully like I said hopefully we get back next spring now one season that I still don't think is going to happen is Major League Baseball two weeks ago the owners sent over a, uh, a proposal to the players that got shot down and now the players have sent over to the owners a 114 game schedule that would cover 70% of their original salaries. Now this whole time, the players have been holding out, um, trying to get the full prorated of, a, of their salaries. The 114 games would go till end of August or end of October, go into the postseason with a and, and this this is the funny part is a stipulation that they the players could opt out of not having a postseason so they could play the 114 games get their 70% of their salaries and then just say nah I, we don't want to do a postseason I think that's kind of kind of sketchy but this was proposed Sunday yesterday the owners shot it down Now, the first proposal that the owners sent was an 82-game schedule. There has been talk of owners proposing a 50-game schedule. And with a 50-game schedule, it would only cover 30% of the player's salary. The more and more they bicker, the more time they are running out. I understand the owners are going to be losing a lot of money. And... The more these proposals get passed back and forth, it's almost better if the owners didn't even have a season. They'll actually be saving a little bit more money by not having a season. Both the owners and players, if they want to get a season started, it's got to happen in the next couple days because we're already one week into June. And if you want to start up a training camp in July, you got to come to some type of agreement. And with this 50-game schedule that the owners supposedly have been talking about, 
didn't even send it back over to the players after the players sent the 114 game uh, proposal. The owners even responded with they're not sending over a counter proposal. This is, I mean, it's, it's just getting ugly and stupid. You know, you got the NBA coming back, uh, which I'll, I'll touch on. The NHL is starting up in July, uh, first week of July. Football is right around the corner. Um, and these guys are, are just bickering back and forth. Like, they're, they're about to lose a full season. It, it just makes no sense why either owners or players can't come to an agreement. All over money. And the thing is, too, with the players is 30, 30% is better than nothing. Okay, yes, you know, the, the players that make the 25, 32 million dollars a year probably have money saved to get through a year. But what about the the smaller guys that only make the veteran minimum or the, the rookie minim, minimum? You know, I'm pretty sure they don't got money saved up to, to spend for, you know, a year. But, you know, I still think this is a moot point. I, I still think there's going to be no baseball this year, which is a little sad. I mean, even though the O's stink past couple years, I, I do enjoy watching baseball. Even sitting outside watching it on my phone with my boys. And even their little league season, uh, <clears throat> my oldest was postponed because of this, the pandemic and everything. But... So, yeah, I, I don't think there's going to be a baseball season. Um, it's, like I said, a little sad, but, you know, what, I mean, what, what are you going to do? So, some NFL news. Actually, you know, you know let, let's, let's talk about this NBA thing because I, it's just weird. So, NBA um, have come to an agreement with the players for a postseason for a 22 team postseason now you would think it would be 11 on 11 no it's 13 teams from the western conference and nine from the eastern once i saw that i'm like you know what i'm not even read anymore about it it just sounds stupid looks stupid and i'm seeing stuff now popping up you know different like tiebreakers and it, it just sounds like a shit show going on in the NBA but as of right now the and, and all the games are going to be played in Orlando here are the 13 teams from the Western Conference the LA Lakers LA Clippers the Denver Nuggets Utah Jazz OKC Thunder Houston Rockets Dallas Mavericks Memphis Grizzlies Portland Trail Blazers New Orleans Pelicans Sacramento Kings San Antonio Spurs and the Phoenix Suns. Eastern Conference, we got Milwaukee Bucks, Toronto Raptors, Boston Celtics, Miami Heat, Indiana Pacers, the Sixers, Brooklyn Nets, Orlando Magic, and the Washington Wizards. I probably will not be watching one game. I mean, I'm hoping the Sixers win and everything like that, obviously, because I like my Philly, Philly sports teams, but it just sounds like this is going to be a shit show, and 
Uh, you know, going back to Major League Baseball, maybe that's why they're taking so long is they want to get everything perfect. Well, unfortunately, this time of, of our lives with everything going on is not a, a perfect time that we've encountered. Gotta kind of go day by day with what they're trying to set up with. So, some NFL news. George Kittle, the 49ers tight end, wants to get paid. And rightfully so. Problem is, he wants to be not only the highest paid tight end, but highest paid something. Now, <clears throat> I read the article on ESPN. And he wants to be the highest paid tight end. And is actually aiming higher. Just to give you some numbers. Hunter, um, or I'm sorry, Austin Hooper signed with the Cleveland Browns this past offseason for four years, $42 million. So that's roughly eh, $10.5 million a year. Okay. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers tight end Hunter Henry is making roughly about that $10.6 million. And George Kittle wants to aim higher than that. It almost sounds like he wants to aim higher for like Julio Jones, Amari Cooper type money, which they're making roughly about 12, or I'm sorry, 20 million per season. George Kittle's good. Okay. I, I, I don't disagree with that. He's a top three tight end. To me, he is the third tight end. I would take Travis Kelsey and Zach Ertz over him 90% of the time. And as an Eagles fan, I hope the Niners don't break the bank on, on George Kittle because we still have yet to renegotiate with Zach Ertz. And if Kittle sets the bar high, we may not be able to afford Zach Ertz. <clears throat> now, George Kittle and... His representatives have been in contact with the Niners back in February to start the negotiation, but then obviously the pandemic hit, and no one knows if that's why they really haven't talked just yet. Right now, Kittle is set to make $735,000 this year, which is his final year of his rookie contract. I mean, still not a bad amount of money for you know a rookie tight end. Or uh, a tight end, not in the first round, but to go from seven hundred thirty-five thousand to, I don't think he's asking for the twenty million. But even if he's looking at sixteen, seventeen million dollars, that's way, way too much. I'm sorry for a tight end. Even Rob Gronkowski, before he started getting hurt and everything like that, I would still not pay them that much. If you're going to get paid 16 to 17 million dollars you better be at least 80 percent of that offense whether it's touchdown yards receptions i mean you better have that whole offense on your back because jimmy garoppolo he he's gonna be a good enough quarterback he's not gonna be anything great but you can you better make him look great for that amount of money now if zach Ertz asks for it I would pay Zach Ertz maybe the 12 to 13 million dollars a year. I mean, if 
Austin Hooper and and Hunter Henry can get ten and a half. I think Kelsey Ertz and, and Kittle are all better than those two guys, even a lot better. But not no seventeen, eighteen million dollars a year type better. So I I don't know what the number is Kittle's looking for. Like I say, he's good. He's a good tight end. But he's not the greatest, and he doesn't line up like a he like he doesn't play like a, a wide receiver, you know, uh, breakaway speed or you know breakaway speed on cornerback or I mean he's very very good blocker. That one I, I think he's a better blocker, run blocker than a, a receiving tight end. You guys might not agree with me. That's my opinion. But he is a very good tight end now, overall. But not no 20 million, not no 18 million. So we'll see in the next few weeks with football, you know, starting to come back and stuff like that, if they get something hammered out and where that number will fall. Now, a little bit of Eagles talk here. Deshaun Jackson made a, a statement that, you know what, I'm all for. Uh, earlier this week, Deshaun Jackson made the statement that if the stadiums do not have fans in the seats, in the stadium, he would love to see each player mic'd up. And I'm all for it, and I will be there for it. Like I said earlier about the XFL, there's some things in the XFL that seems like it's starting to come over to the NFL and this would be one of them I think they, they would do a really well job with it was interesting to see in the XFL what the players think of their quarterback when he threw a 70 yard touchdown or uh, after an interception what did the cornerback see why did he you know pick it off was he reading the, the quarterback's eyes things like that and he, uh, Deshaun even was quoted saying, I think they should mic up players. They should give fans the insight to see what really goes on between the, the white lines. It gets crazy, bro. I know in the trenches it gets crazy. And I know uh, on the outside it gets crazy too. The conversations we go back and forth. That is what I would love to hear. The trash talking going on. Obviously, you're going to have to have somebody... At all times, ready for the beat button because there's going to be a lot of a lot of cursing. But I'd be all for that. Another idea, if they don't go for the mic players, and this would incorporate social distancing, but also get the players or get the fans to the stadiums. Alex Mack of the Falcons suggested the idea of having movie theater screens out side of the stadium showing the game now you think about it, you get 30,000 cars because you figure if two people in each car is about 60,000 that's you know your stadiums even if it's 30,000 cars Deshaun Jackson scores an 80 yard touchdown you're still the, the players will still hear the fans screaming and hollering now you're going to have your, your car horns 
it would help bring that that fan emotion back into the stadium. Fox wanting to to pipe in fake fan noise is stupid, beyond stupid. I don't even know why they even brought that idea up. It's if they do that, I probably would put the game on mute and turn on Mike Quick and, and Merle Reese and listen to them for the Eagles games. We all know, you know, this first week of first couple weeks of the NFL season is going to be a little different. If, if they have no fans in the stadiums, it's going to be a shock to all of us from fans to coaches to the players. It's going to be something to get used to, but don't make us feel like we're dumb or something by piping in fan interaction, fan noise. Like we really need a fan noise piped in that, you know, oh, it's time to boo. Oh, wait, that's right. I got to go boo now. Or if you're taking a going to the bathroom or whatever at your house and you hear piped in fan noise of cheering. Oh, I got to get out there. See what happened. Why? You, if you could see it on the TV, you see them score a touchdown. You're going to yell. You don't need fan noise to do that. The players aren't going to hear it. So let's mic them up. Why don't we do actually that? Why don't we do both of Deshaun's idea and Alex Mack? Mic it up. Put the movie theaters on. The fans out outside in the parking lots could hear Deshaun Jackson trash talking with Richard Sherman since we played the Niners this year. I think it would be really interesting and a really cool aspect of the game if they were to mic up some of these players and even to still somewhat get the being at the game feel, the movie theater thing. Now, we know the NFL is a no-fun league, so they'll probably won't do either of these. But, I mean, we're still two months away from any preseason or regular season game. So, and the way the nation's going, you know, the pandemic is getting a little bit better. So, maybe this would be mood point. We'll, we'll have fans in the stadium anyways. Last bit of news um, that I want to talk about kind of brings in everything going on in the nation right now. So there's a video came out of J.R. Smith beating up a I don't want a looter, a vandal, you know, a person that was vandalizing. And what what hap what had happened was J.R. Smith noticed that this person came up to his truck and started smashing his windows. J.R. Smith ran over and start beating the shit out of him. Normally, I would bash J.R. Smith for doing this and saying he's a you know douchebag, scumbag. NBA should suspend him, you know this and that, the other thing. But first off, it was a residential area, and after this video came out, J.R. Smith posted a video. Um, telling his side of the story exactly what happened. And he said that he's a, he was in a residential area and this dude or this kid just came up and started vandalizing cars. 
There was no protesters around protesting um, the police brutality thing that they're trying to uh, protest, the George Floyd thing. But there's a difference between protesting and being a douchebag looter. What are you gaining by destroying other people's property? That's You're not bringing any justice to the cause right now. And the cause right now is trying to get the police brutality of what happened to uh, George Floyd to end. And all you're doing is actually by looting and, and, and burning buildings and smashing and all that stupid shit you guys are doing it's only making matters worse. And the, other, the only thing I would suggest to people is these anti-Tifas or whatever they, they freaking call their names they're like the Jerry Springers. They're, they're, they're feeding off this drama. We need to be more like the, the one sheriff um, forget exactly what state he was from he, but he was on he got brought on to uh, Good Morning America and stuff like that because he put his, his batons down to that and he told the protesters, I'm, I want to be with you. I want to, you know, protest with you. What do you want me to do? And the protesters said, walk with us. And that's what they did. That's what you guys, that, that's what we got to do as a whole. And, I, you know, I try to keep the, the politics... And that type of stuff that's going on right now off the show because it it is a touchy subject. But something's got to change. And these looters and people that are vandalizing, it's not the way to change everything. So hopefully we start coming around. We start listening to each other. And get this going the right way. But as far as J.R. Smith, NBA better not touch him, better not suspend him. All he was doing is defending his property. I'll tell you this, if anybody busts into my house and wants to vandalize my house, the, the best uh, quote I saw so far was, before you come in my house, you better get right with God, because you ain't coming out. Sorry for getting a little political or, or whatever you want to call it there but you know I, I had to finally say something because it, it was building up in me watching all this shit that's been going on so I think that's going to be it for this week um, I, I may try to do a show tomorrow or Saturday before the UFC fights because I do want to talk a little bit about John Jones with that little pissing contest he's got going on with Dana White and maybe get my um UFC picks. So, but before I go, head over to Twitter, follow us there at ST Sports Podcast, like our Facebook page, subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, head over to staytunesports.net. Like I said, all the episodes are there. The link for our merchandise is there. Buy some shirts, you know. But if you do buy some shirts, it seems like there is a little bit of a delay in shipments because of obviously the whole, um, corona pandemic that is dwindling down slowly so till next week 
This is your good friend Jimbo, signing out.